everybody. I'm Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we love, making the other person consume it, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Chelsea Kane's run of Mockingbird. Awesome comic. That's me. Ask me about my feminist agenda. Uh, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but that was a good. That was a good Why intro. Why is it relevant? Uh, because this week, uh, I had picked for Eric to read uh, Chelsea Kane's series of Mockingbird comics. Um, There's only eight issues. Uh, Pretty short-lived, unfortunately, but uh, it's really good. And at the end of it, the last cover was Mockingbird wearing a t-shirt that said, Ask Me About My Feminist Agenda. And that's why it's relevant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really good. Very short, so it's very easily consumable. Highly recommend people go read it. And now we're going to spoil everything about it. Yeah. So I thought it was... Fine to pretty good, if I'm being really? honest. Wow. Yeah, I so like that. I going into it, I I think maybe knowing how much you liked it, maybe my expectations were just different. Because I honestly, it was in the vein of like, I don't know. I kind of see comics as like there's some kind of weird tiers where you have like the like quote unquote literary stuff that everyone always references, and you know, like. The classic examples are, like, your Sandman, Watchmen, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then there's some stuff in between that, and then there's, like, oh, it's just, like, it's a good arc with a character you like. And that's where I put usually, mm. like, the like the Snyder Batman stuff, where it's, like, it's just good Batman stories. And mm. this was in that ballpark, for the most part, where it's, like, oh, yeah, if you like Mockingbird, this is some good Mockingbird but it's only that to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so that's kind of, I think what's, that's actually what I like about it. So mm-hmm. the, um, the thing that this certainly was setting out to do. And I think that it accomplished is that, you know, there's a lot of, <sighs> this is, I, I, I make this akin to kind of some of the stuff that we like when we see like progressive shit in fast mm-hmm. and furious movies where it's like, Oh, this is straight up just, uh, like week to week superhero comic doing mm-hmm. some superheroy shit, and it's and it's very much like you said, it's very it's very comic ground level kind of like stuff. It's not it's not um, it's not uh, really too much trying to like make to say something special like like it, the point yeah, of it, it is kind of that it is it is an accessible just as the same as other comic books the key difference about it is that 
hey, all those other ones are written from the white male perspective, and this is written from a white female perspective, that mm-hmm. there's differences there, and they, you know, still c- create awesome, you know, fun, just kind of like, you know, adventure comic book, you know, happenstance, but, uh, and this is what a different perspective looks like, you know? Yeah. That, that's kind of the importance about it to me, is that, like, I think it's, like, it's not trying to be too concerned with what it's saying. It's more of like, yeah, this is going to be a fun adventure. And yeah. I think yeah. that, that, ex- I, that was not my expectation going in. And part of it is like, I think that the, the characterization stuff is done absurd, like absurdly well. It's like, it's really, really good. Um, but you do kind of need to have at least some level of familiarity of who Mockingbird is. Right. To it's, some a, extent. It's, it's a comic book reader's like yeah. comic book. Like, yeah. So I did that. They'll think just that... like introduce a dude and you'll be like, oh, I'm supposed to know who that yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. I did yeah. think that was interesting. Um, but I will say, because like, like you said, it's only eight issues. So because tech like. In a collected edition, it's two volumes, but not really. It's one volume right, and then right. two more issues. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and it, it's... I found the t- the two last issues way stronger. Um, I think because some of the things around the storytelling structure and the way it was doing its version of Marvel world building uh, just didn't fully land with me. The, so volume one has a, a kind of bizarre uh, non-linear storytelling technique, which maybe if I was holding, I, I did comicsology, so I think maybe if I was holding it and had more f- like tactile freedom to explore the book at my own pace, it would feel different. But I, I really did not enjoy that. So I'm curious real quick with that. Uh... Cause, so I read it issue to issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing you read the volume, the collective volume. Yeah, I read um, volume one last night and volume two, quote did, unquote, this I'm morning. I'm guessing that they. So here's an interesting. Do they have any of uh, the? I don't know what like the, the the last few pages. Like there's like a couple like ending notes usually or whatever in the in the first issue specifically in the week to week. There's an end note from Chelsea Kane that is descriptive of the arc and a little bit and it's like here's what I promised from the series kind of thing uh, was that in probably, the probably but I did not read it cuz I did not expect to need to sure 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 um, um but I think so it sounds okay. familiar they, so, they they are usually included yeah um well, collected edition, it's kind of fifty-fifty, so right. I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, because I, I, I and I, it's not that I didn't like that idea, you know, like if they want to go full memento with it, it's that it, I think it conflicted with other things they were doing because the there's there's kind of a, a absurdist tone to the first volume, especially, which. I thought it was really fun. Like they had like really good like visual gags and stuff, um, but it it went to a point where it didn't f- feel like this was in the Marvel universe. It was like 
more like adjacent to the Marvel universe in that like so so the opening is talking about the uh like healthcare system for superheroes yeah. which I thought was really clever except they included that like Miles Morales was there and that kind of undermines his character a little bit to say that he has like government backing and stuff so there there are things like that where it just like it didn't fully jive or mesh with the way they were depicting the universe as a whole it certainly Um, yeah it certainly is like it feels kind of like uh a slight skew off from from like main marvel universe yeah yeah, they marvel used to have a lot of like different like imprints that were like or, you know, or, like, how Vertigo is to DC, where it's, like, it's technically there, but they kind of pretend it's not there, so that way they don't have Superman solving all the problems every right. five minutes. Um, so that that tone, where it's, like, almost a spoof, but not quite, it was, I, because it's a spy story, I kind of found it to be a uh, non-misogynist version of Kingsman. Like, that same yeah. kind of tone and spy thriller... Thing, just like take the misogyny out uh but that combined with the the lo- non-linear storytelling made some of the like the the mystery and reveals feel like some of the worst episodes of sherlock where it's like oh i knew it was this killer because o- only this borough of london has this kind of dirt right you know like yeah. and, and like it, that I I thought then didn't jive with what made the book book particularly strong, which was that humanization and characterization of the character. Because it's like, oh, this is like a really down to earth person who handles like social graces and stuff like people I know. Oh, but also she figured out that the ping pong balls were teleporting into the oh, zombies' totally, throats. Totally. Yeah. Because of reasons. I yeah, definitely yeah, I definitely think that the it's certainly like I said from the perspective side, I, I feel like I, I don't know that it was it was intentional. I, I certainly I don't think it was intentional for the uh the what would classically I guess be the A plot of <laughs> what is going on in these five series. You know, I don't think it was intentional for it to be hard to follow or, mm-hmm. like, just kind of, you know, odd, you know? Like, yeah. and kind of like, oh, it kind of just jumps together at the end or whatever, and it doesn't, you know, the middle issues don't really have much to do with it or whatever. Uh, which I, I think those are all fair criticisms of the story. Yeah. I do think that it... It's odd. Like I, I, I don't. I, this could be a criticism, but I, I don't really treat it that much as as one. But I think a lot of it it comes down to just whatever the thing that is that is going on. It just doesn't isn't really the main concern. Of right. The, this it's book a, existing. a triaging of like you know, what. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like whatever the story is that doesn't really matter because the point is that. We're yeah. Gonna, I, you know, like I, mean, which I think is a fair. It's like okay, but like, why don't just you know make it make a little bit more sense and right? Both. And that like you know because I, I think fair, the last two issues criticism. have none of those problems. Like right. it is yeah, totally. a yeah. really really yeah. tight which and mystery, it, and, it tie, and, it, and it ties into 
Civil War Two and the yep. whole connection and the, of the, the universe. Absurd- and, the absur- yeah. absurdism actually makes perfect sense versus like, like I, I think I wrote this down. There was a uh, the journalist in one of the issues is named Dick Prophet. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I get it. But that you know, that's one of those like Roger Moore, James Bond things. It's not uh-huh. the regular MCU kind of thing. Versus the last two issues where they're doing, she's been kind of lured onto a cruise, which happens to be uh, a nerd convention thing. So, like, everyone's dressed up as, as like, either Hawkeye, her ex-husband, or the, or the Hulk, the person he's recently been accused of murdering and is on right. trial for. Like, that is simultaneously an absurd and hilarious situation that also perfectly makes sense because of... Right, the world around that's happening at that time, um, so I think it was. It, it's one of those like, it might be pilot syndrome almost. You know, like TV pilots where like I, the yeah. the pieces of something awesome are in that first arc, and then they start doing awesome stuff with it in two issues, and then it ended. Right, you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the first arc is certainly more of a. Hey, this is who this character is going to be and how it's mm-hmm. going to approach stuff. And then the the last two issues are okay. Let's see that character with that attitude in the Marvel universe proper. Yeah, and, and then you but know. still maintaining the the like sense of humor and tone, mm-hmm. right, right, that it had just in a way that gels better. Right. Totally, totally. No, that's a very good. That's a very pilot um, syndrome is, is very apt analogy for sure Yeah, because like every tv like we watched so many of the flareoverse shows and none of them have a good first episode they're all either meh to bad you know like that's pretty normal yeah um so it it is a thing where it's like i read that first volume i was like i mean like i can see why some people like this but i don't and then i read those other two issues it's like okay i get it i'm a fan now Mm -hmm. uh you know uh, it's like um or like firefly or something but you know fire where like it takes a while for you to get on board because even firefly i think the first the original episodes are not reflective of the show there's a lot it's very dour in those first two episodes Mm -hmm. you know that also depends on your watch order because of the right. release order versus the actual order and all that shit. But yeah, um, for sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, some of the other things I want to talk about uh, okay. with it. I I did take uh, some notes too, so I'll okay. look. Good, I'll yeah. find them while you talk. Cool. So one of the things that I thought that this comic did really well throughout all of the the. Uh, issues is that I don't know why this comic more so than any other comic but it just seems like it was a lot better at dropping in little interesting things in the background or like I'd say the only comic that I've seen or that I've read that has uh been at the same level and it possibly surpasses this one in terms of having little like funny things to read on on the small you know non-focus points of the of the panels or whatever Mm -hmm. is uh sex criminals which we'll do at some other point but um 
this comic had a lot of really funny shit that was just like people reading stuff in the background or, you know, like stuff written on the walls or like just kind of it, it kind of classic world building mm-hmm. I guess stuff that you like it's like if you don't read it it's fine but like if you do it kind of I don't know it adds a it's a lot of really small stuff that kind of adds up to being really enjoyable yeah. uh, in my opinion and sometimes even would get called back to like in the main speech bubble or in the main you know uh, events of the comic that like mentioned something that you may have seen in the background, you know, four pages earlier or something. Yeah, I like, like when that's that's the mechanic by which they achieve the mystery, like the perfect mystery story of like, yeah. oh, you had all the pieces with you if all along. If you're paying attention, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, they do a lot of that, and in, in, in a lot of it's like just pure comedy, a lot of it, and then later some of it plays into more of the the uh the actual specifics of mm-hmm. like the, the main plot or whatever but i love that stuff so Who's much the, the author for sex sex criminals i'm blanking uh, on the name um fuck now i'm blanking on it no it's chip it's chip Zdarsky. oh is it okay oh it's, okay i was gonna get well, someone chip else Zdarsky, sorry chip Zdarsky is the artist Matt Fraction is right. The, okay, because yeah. i was gonna right. say you reminded me of matt fraction's run of hawkeye nope I mean, no. yes, that too, but uh, Young Avengers actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Which does it, and like that was—that's a a thing that is like weirdly uniquely a, a like 2010s plus era comic kind of thing. It feels mm-hmm. like I don't know if it's yeah. mostly just because two people who are really talented do it a lot. Um, but yeah, I do think it is an interesting thing where I. There's a couple things I was thinking about that. I like it from the... Because it's kind of like the environmental storytelling of comic books. Right. Um, but so I, I like it sometimes, or, or I like it when it's additive. Sometimes, like, because I was thinking of Matt Fraction's run of Young Avengers, which does that thing really well. But I think... Uh, it loses some of the polish that the original Young Avengers had in terms of just like, like you know what we kind of talk about of like the spritey storytelling and mm. and stuff where because uh, the original Young Avengers was done by like TV writers so it was written very strong it was written like uh like a TV show essentially where it's very mm. high emphasis on character stuff and that and dialogue. And the visual, like the visual, the amount that the comics did in terms of visual storytelling was cinematography, not um, environmental background stuff that uh, we're talking about here. Um, So it is kind of interesting where I feel like I don't see those. uh, I haven't seen like a good marriage of those things yet. Like when I see, you know, oh, it's a it's a one page spread of like the building that gives you like a detailed map mm. and like sight gags and stuff and like kind of becomes like a Where's Waldo page. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. But it's weird how I you don't often see that paired with like, oh, now I'm going to use the comic panel as a camera lens and I'm going to ch- and position it like a ca- I would position a camera for 
a movie set kind of thing. Like, it is interesting how you don't see both of those things exist in one comic. At least I can't mm. think of, um, like, a good example of that. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. I'd say it's either that more stylized mm-hmm. kind of setup, which I, I actually... I would say I prefer... I've, I've liked it every single time that I've seen mm. it. And a lot of books that I read that I that I absolutely love do stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'd say Fractions, uh, Hawkeye for sure. Uh, like I said, Sex Criminals and, and Mockingbird. Also, um, uh, uh, the 2015 to 2017 Spider-Woman, mm-hmm. which I, I'll probably also make you read at some point, does uh, a lot of it, especially in its first volume, like has a lot of very similar kind of uh very comic booky you know yeah. can only happen in that medium kind of layouts right. and, and stuff like that and i i really really dig all that stuff i think i wonder if that's why i it's not that i don't is that i just acknowledge them as as very different because i think like you said it's comic booky in that it's it's like gaming systems in a game where it's like the the problem that you can experience with them is it is reminding you that this is a piece of media in your hands. It is not a world where events have are unfolding. You know what I mean? Like, sure. To it, me, it, like, I think that's why I sometimes prefer the opposite, where it's like, oh, I can get more invested in this being a real situation that is occurring somewhere, and I am being conveyed the events of that world through this comic right. book versus. No, I am fucking holding a comic book. It's not real, but I am now interacting with it almost like I'm holding a Game Boy or something. Yeah. Like it's a piece of interactive fiction. And there's certainly like in the interaction, they they just as a base level to to understand what's going on in one of those pages. It's a bit of a flex. So mm. it's like, oh, okay, it requires a little bit more of you as. A comic book reader where it's not panel to panel to panel panel i just read it's like i have to look at the page and see the direction of flow of you know like and, and ideally it does it in, in a, a good enough way that it isn't too distracting but it, it is kind of like it's it's a little bit of a flex it's a little right. bit of like you have to like uh there's a panel from uh uh spider woman and it's similar to some of the ones in here like i'm thinking in, in this run uh you know there's a panel where uh, or page, it's like a full page of Mockingbird knocking out everybody in the Hellfire Club, and so there's like on one page, there's like seven Mockingbirds punching a dude. Yeah, you know, and it's like that you're not that she didn't split into seven. Yeah, <laughs> you're meant to understand that those are different moments in time, mm-hmm. but they're just not separated by panels. It's her moving around in space, and that's a pretty common. Like there, there's a, a a panel I really like in. Spider-Woman that does the same thing at a party. Uh, and it's just... It, it's, it takes you a, a extra, you know, short amount of time to kind of grok exactly what's happening and, mm-hmm. and to flow that. And it is very... Only would be seen in comic book kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think it's kind of a, a, a comic book literacy kind of thing in the way that there's game, game right. literacy where... Right. Exactly. Yeah. You it's, know. It's, it's a more complicated... Yeah, because I would say, like, most films don't ask that of you, and they can be passive, and, and you can just 
experience it. But if we're, you know, if you were doing something weird like a memento, right? Exactly, it does ask more of you. But also, by that nature, it is also inherent. Like by making you work, use those muscles, it is also making you acknowledge that it's a piece of media that you are consuming. So it, there, I think there's. I think if you build up the the literacy and the muscles to be able to do that without noticing it is being asked of you, that then you're able to appreciate the formalism while still not losing immersion. Um, but maybe because I, I've not been as proactive in comics in recent years, that kind of stuff to me always reads as in the same way that like you know, uh, like the like the kind of the crafting system that I make fun of in Last of Us, because it's like it's not bad, and it is, but it is, it is video games. And the cool yeah. thing about Last of Us is everything else about it feels like real life. It doesn't feel like video games, right? It's the um, degree to which it's, and it's all bet on like what is the degree to which people will be able to ignore that mm-hmm. or, or, or to, to do it without thinking about that factor. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. if you can do it in a way that they, that the audience is appreciative without acknowledging it is ideal. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, that's a tight line. Totally. And it's a very different line for a lot of yeah, different it's people. a personal you're, thing. Cause it's, it's making a bet based on the, um, you know, what you think a majority of people will do, which exactly. Is Cause time, it's, but, it, you're, you know, you're asking people to, to, get up and walk through a park, which might be super relaxing sounding to some people and to other people that's exercise. Like, Mm -hmm. so it is kind of in that vein. Uh, So yeah, I I can tell, I think it's a thing where I see it as a thing that there's a ton to learn from when it's done well, but it does impact my passive enjoyment of that kind of media. And I think, and I think, well, I think also it, comes down to a bit of the way in which it's approached, right? <laughs> like, I don't... I'd say it's pretty rare for me to approach a comic book or, or a lot of different media as this is just a story of a thing that's happening and it's a thing that's happening. <laughs> I, I approach a lot of stuff like, oh, I'm ready for this story that this person is telling. <laughs> you know, like, so, like, when I when I see that, it doesn't negatively affect me that like at all like in a lot of cases at least Mm -hmm. but because i'm i'm for the most part i'm like that's a cool way to tell that story or to get that across or what you know and like yeah i kind of sometimes it breaks me out it depends on yeah i kind of do it in like order where uh because i imagine that the that the intent that is not how most artists like media artists would expect or want their thing to be consumed i kind of go into it like okay first i'm gonna watch this movie or read this comic book like anybody else then if i have strong emotions afterwards positively or negatively i then try to retroactively determine how like what is triggering those emotions um because that's how i imagine most people will watch a movie. They'll they'll watch it and be like, "That sucked." Mm. I just try to do it in a more linear step by step order, rather than be like, because I I have had that experience before. Where I think probably Force Awakens is the the most 
the example that comes to mind where I'm thinking about how I feel about the movie as I'm watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it aggressively impaired my ability to enjoy the movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's that was the lesson I learned from that is like, okay, no. Do them in order. <laughs> sure. But that's just, it's that's, a balance. Like yeah. you always if you get too caught up in the artifice, obviously, even for me, uh, I'll I'll get I'll stop caring about the the actual story and the part of the storytelling is that mm-hmm. you wanna know, care about the story. So I yeah. get what you're saying there, yeah. Um Yeah, I uh there's a lot of Little things I had. What's what some stuff that you wrote down, though? Um, Anything else you wanted to... Uh, some of it we covered early. Um, I thought some other examples of where it's clearly in the, like, spoof territory was there. they had aim an AIM subdivision yeah. called Tim. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, like, it is funny, but also... What? It, it was one of those things where, without knowing what I was in for, like, I think because of the way it was talked about, primarily just that it is really good, and that I should read it, I was expecting either something more, uh, I, I think I was expecting something more, actually more grounded and more mm. aggressively tackle, tackling some social issues and stuff, so it being so... Having having so much levity, not just in the character, which I think that made perfect sense, but in the actual world construction was just surprising. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think there are other other places where I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just it it, it was not in alignment with what I thought I was right. getting, so that's why the, it stood out. Um, so yeah, Tim was an interesting one. There were some in the first time. There were some dialogue jokes that made no sense at all so i had i wrote down two examples just because they they bugged me enough for me write them down okay one was in the actual like conflict with the zombies i'm fairly confident i didn't go back to confirm so i could be wrong but i'm pretty confident that she reference refers to the zombies as zombies multiple times and then when she meets up with Miles, he calls them zombies once, and then she corrects him and says they're not zombies. I was like, what? No, you said zombies, like, a lot before now. I don't, like, maybe I'm misremembering, but I really, really thought they said zombies many times before that. I think it's possible. I mean, I think part of the, I don't know, I, I read that as kind of a, like, like, I think she said it I think in her internal monologue before when she said zombies and mm-hmm. when she was correcting him, she was speaking to another person and she's kind of, I don't know, to yeah. me it fit with her character of how she kind of like externally is like, no, here's the, like, it, Yeah, you know. it's one of those things where you can justify it, but it's it's on that line where you ha- I, I would wonder is like, is this, like, do we, maybe we cut the line and or we do it something else here i guess to me i guess what i mean is to me i i just that i'm saying what i think i uh read it as like why it didn't bother me like it didn't bother me at all i totally understand it's a tiny thing and i think i was just at the point where i was like a little hypercritical 
in mm. the first in in that post because like other things were like this, like not gelling with me. And I was trying to fit like try. I, I was more hyper aware of things that that were um, pulling me out of the experience. Mm. So I totally understand it not being a thing that that like triggers anything for most people. Um, I do think it's a thing where like if I was. You know, if we were treating this as a game and we were doing like a review of our, you know, of our strings or something, I'd be like, "Hey, this one doesn't make sense. Sure. We should Just we should relook at this." Sure. Um. Uh. Oh, there was another one where uh, there was a there first there was a good joke of like she was saying like you know people donate their bodies to science all the time. Where do you think they go? You know, we're in the middle of a government facility that's been doing experiments on cadavers. And then Miles is just like, is that where Sloppy Joes come from? And I was like, was Miles kicked in the head a, a scene ago? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, I think that that's that can be chalked up to, you know, just using a, especially a teen character that you have not in you know speaking in that character's voice you don't have experience doing that but that was such a weird one that i i I just i had to write it down because i was like what is this i will say i i would say if anything my biggest um critique in that regard is not necessarily that specific joke but i would say that a lot of Miles's dialogue read to me like Peter Parker dialogue. Uh, okay. And I think, like, and I and I, I attribute it to the same possibility of like maybe she just hasn't written enough of Miles Spider Man dialogue to <laughs> to to. Yeah, you know, I think that like, makes write, sense because like, if you swap in Peter, then it's like. Oh, he's just saying some dumb bullshit because right, that's what he right, does. Right. But as Miles, I'm like, he's a teenager, not a moron. Like I, right, it right. read as a sincere question, sure. which I don't c- could not have been the intention. Right, right, yeah. That's I. I took it as a as a joke, and I took it as a and like it to me. It felt like oh, he's channeling a little Peter there, like you mm-hmm. know, like more so than. I would suspect, like, I, I, again, I chalked that up to, like, yeah, just, like, uh, maybe not as, Mm -hmm. as familiar writing in, uh, Miles' voice. Um, And, and like, this will, this will go along with the other note I have that I'll say in a second. There's, there's a level of, like, sketch comedy-ness to, to the arc, uh, to the, or the the run, I guess I should say, for the whole uh, thing, where, like, they can't all land... And, like, so many of them are really fucking good. And, the, you know what I mean? Where, like, you watch SNL and, like, yeah. it's pretty good most of the time. And then you get, like, one or two that are just like, yeah. oh, yeah, that also happened in that yeah. episode last night, you know? And So I, I don't want to sound like I'm like, oh, it sucked because two jokes weren't good. Because uh, I, I, that's not how I feel about it. I feel like it... it the humor of it was one of the strongest things, but because of that, it, it then does kind of bring the spotlight to that part. So then the weaker the weaker links are visible in a way that if like if it was, if the humor was not great, then I wouldn't notice 
two particular like the two bad ones it would be mm. just like oh i just don't notice any of it right um so the only other note i had so the i would say there's the one issue that is like probably the most like uh in text in terms of its progressive and political stance uh with the the young girl mm. two guys died in that right yeah <laughs> and like yeah they were sorry. assholes like they're like they i'm not saying they were good guys but yeah. i thought because i really i thought that issue was gonna go somewhere in the larger plot and like maybe that the the young girl character was gonna be part of the story more to kind of so that we'd be able to unpack the fact that like no she was not intentionally trying to do harm to anybody uh but also she did totally t- kill two people and like how is that resolving and then it didn't so i think it struck me as that issue struck me as weird as much as much as it's like the messaging was good and like it, it a good subject to tackle there were aspects of it where it's like okay but what is being said here with the metaphor because some of the metaphor stuff was also like a little too on the nose the the like the, the there's something about the way they were saying the powers developed in the news that had mm-hmm. had like some clear sexist undertones that was trying to be emulative of like real life problems but the differences in this context she did kill two people and almost killed a bunch of other people. Mm. So the metaphor doesn't land as strong. I think, I I, I think if it, it it just had more time, like I think if that was a piece of the overarching story and we got to actually interact, like I think like if Bobby and that character were interacting more, there could have been something really interesting there, but Mm. Yeah, the, I'd say that it. Uh, upon rereading, I was I'd forgotten that 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 teenager kills two guys. Um, I was surprised to 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 reread and see that uh, she did. Um, at least one dude's very dead. The other dude, I I don't know if that her powers were also so undefined that it's like right. Maybe I think, I, I'm he's pretty sure just there was a... in black and white now. Yeah, the other guy exploded in a Yeah, the other guy blew up. So like he's dead. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm not a thousand percent either way. But but I will say yeah, I was surprised. Uh, and I do think you're right that like it hurt the overall messaging of it. Because the whole messaging point seemed to be, like, at least as I read it, uh, it seemed to be like, yeah, people are placing blame on people for things that they can't control, and, you know, that blame is unjust, and it's just people being bad about Mm -hmm. recognizing other people as humans or whatever. But she, but she totally did. meant to kill both of those dudes. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if that was trying to be a comment on, like, hey, 
stop like hey watch out if you keep pushing like you know yeah. bad shit's gonna happen like a warning or if it was yeah like I, I'm not 100% clear where that you know yeah and, the, and, and the, it definitely like to, to kind of narrow down what I, I thought the thesis of it was like it's definitely starting a conversation about the the negative effect like the negative ways that society treats young girls and young women and like that's a super important conversation to have but then it i didn't perceive the conversation happening more just like the the idea of a conversation like to me the issue said like sure this is a problem and we should talk about it i was like hell yes right yeah and then, and then it didn't right stop short of actually going into yeah, yeah so that because it, it like you know we're two cishet white dudes like we definitely could benefit from learning more about that subject and if tri- if tricking us into learning about it is done through comic books that sounds fucking great so it's kind of so it feels shitty to be to to criticize it, but also it's like no, I I my criticism is I wanted more. Right. You're there. bummed out that there wasn't more of an yeah. inspiration of it. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't want to come at it from the angle of like I don't think they did it well. It's like I don't like I can't speak to that experience and that story to make that criticism from a place of honesty, but I can can say that I wanted to have that conversation played out longer. Mm. And, like, I think that there's a valid, like, neither of us are pretty, like, good at understanding comics, right? Mm -hmm. Neither of us fully get what parts of that thing we're doing. And, I mean, I think at least some of the idea is that we would be the intended audience to get what was... Happy, you know, like so. I think it's I think it's fair for us to be like, yeah, didn't fully understand what that mm-hmm. message was, and that's a that's and it's, it certainly seems like it was trying to do a message. So that seems like not you know a fair criticism of like, oh yeah, like didn't quite fully get that. Mm-hmm. Maybe other people did, but we didn't. So maybe could have done done slightly better. Um. So. So, all right, I got so just two small things. Okay, that I, uh, maybe three. Two small things that I I don't know where to f- where they fit in, where they slot in in the discussion of this comic book, but I just absolutely love them. So I believe that this would be down to the colorist i'm not 100 percent sure on that mm-hmm. could be more but in addition to a lot of the like fun lettering stuff and fun things in the background which i think were more directly talked about by sometimes even kane but sometimes maybe just you know the main uh penciler or or whoever maybe the letterist i don't know um there are some like little Easter egg things in a lot of the uh in a couple of the the patterns that were like were on certain things so for instance the the two biggest 
uh, most obvious were the floor in the uh, shield medical ward or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pattern on the floor was the pattern from the carpet of The Shining. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. From the movie. Um, and then also uh, the cruise ship, the carpet in the cruise ship uh, is a pattern from the old carpet of the Portland airport that <laughs> has this like weird um, like mythical status uh, in design. Like for some reason this Portland, Portland carpet is like kind of this I don't know, it's like just kind of a standard classic, like, 90s tacky print. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, people fucking loved it, like, a lot. And mm-hmm. so, like, it became this big thing. Like, I just know about it from this design podcast. And it, like, became this big thing where, like, people made socks of it. People, like, you know. Oh, it became a meme. Yeah. Like it, like it was just like oh the. BDX. I don't mean that disparagingly. I just yeah, mean yeah. that it, it yeah. blew up in that like kind of way. It just kind of like was beloved for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then yeah, and then there was this whole big thing a couple of years ago. Years ago, I'm trying to remember exactly when in relation to this comic releasing, but a couple of years ago when they removed and put in a new carpet. Um. But, uh, like, people got, like, freaked out and were not happy yeah. about it. Um, and so I just thought it was, I don't know if, like, the colorist is from Portland or what, but mm-hmm. I just thought it was fun to, I, I have seen that pattern only because of this design podcast that talked about how much people memed it and loved the shit out of it. And then I saw it in this comic and I was like, oh, shit, that's the Portland that's like, hilarious. It felt cool to be on, you know, the inside of that of being like, oh, yeah. I know what that is. Um, but yeah, um, I really appreciated stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. both of those carpets were, were were both appreciated. I'm not a thousand percent sure on this, but I think that the wallpaper in one of them too was like a wallpaper. It's like some famous wallpaper. Like old classic, like tacky wallpaper in some Hollywood hotel or something. I haven't <laughs> been able to find it. I was Googling it earlier, but haven't been able to find it. So maybe I'm wrong, but I think it, it is, it, even if it's not, it's in the same vein as the other stuff. Yeah. So I could believe that it would be. So, right. I just, I don't know exactly what category this fits into, but I wanted to mention it because I appreciated it. <laughs> and I think it's a fun little bit of you know trivia or I, I don't know like I, I kind of just like the idea of someone appreciating a, a design or you know referencing a movie or whatever by just putting it in at that subtle level mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of fun I always enjoy that when I see that it's always like a, a good little like oh hey I'm I'm in, I'm in on the joke because I know where yeah. it's from kind it of does, thing. It does speak to the level of intentionality with the yeah. run, which I will say like love it or hate it, it it feels like this is exactly what they like 
the team was collectively intending to mm. make. I can't speak if that's true, obviously, editors and blah, 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 but, like, it feels like that. It feels like they succeeded in creating the thing that they want to create, which that is... That's a monumental achievement in of itself, so knowing that even there's like that level of detail in aspects is is really cool right yeah and i i think uh i don't know i i feel like it's i i do wish that she'd gotten more uh issues to to yeah like you said like those last two issues are so fucking good right and i start you know, pushing more into the real MCU and like it certainly would be interesting to to follow up and and see what's up with that. Um I think be- it's just a hard like if I had to guess, it is a semi difficult character to market because like at least for me, Mockingbird has holist has historically always been like, oh, it's a character you know about, but it's the character that has two sticks, and, like, that's what you know about them. <laughs> that's so true. I think uh, it, it, I think it's tough with characters in that position, where it's like, you do already know about them, but also they fail to capture your attention in the past long before you ever, like, that run ever existed. Right. You know, versus if this was, like, a new character from Image, like, I think it would be a different story, almost, you know, from from a from a business and you know selling issues angle. I think that is part of it. Um, there was a lot of hate mail directed at Chelsea King, and this that's all weird. Uh, there was a lot. Uh, she, she, so she's a novelist. She's not a mm-hmm. comic book writer by by trade. Um, yeah, there was a lot of really aggressively hateful stuff, that's, and so that's like, surprising Marvel, because it's not a character I would think people would care enough to do that for. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm always proven wrong. Like people are got uppity about like. Iceman and Quicksilver's costume and Days of Future Past and stuff. Characters that should not be characters people care that much about. I think it has less to do with... If I was to speculate, I I would say it has less to do with people caring about the character of Mockingbird and more to do with people caring that someone made a comic from a female perspective that Mm -hmm. was like, hey, women are people too. Um, yeah, I think honestly, so, like even, it, like oh man, I don't even like think the there's comments, that the level comments, of thought. It's the probably comments, the word feminist was on a cover once, right? Yeah, the comments. That's it. The comments were not uh, that I had gone back and, and looked at the tweets and stuff were not about the integrity of the character of Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were about. Keep your SJW yeah. bullshit out of my comics. Which is because comics, you know, historically have never yeah. been at all used like, to push social, uh, social justice issues forward. Yeah, there's a level of irony. I mean, the X Men, fuck, they yeah, are right. just all white cis 
Green Lantern, Green Arrow run. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there is a sad level of irony there, because I... Even the, you know, the cover and the, the shirt and everything, like... The book does not really, like, anvil, like, drop an anvil in terms of those kinds of social ju- like social issues it's it's, no, it's pretty just speaking from a place of earnestness and honesty but it's just about giving, it. it's just given a perspective like yeah. it's not it's just not you know it's but, more critical of the fucking healthcare system than it is <laughs> any patriarchal systems like yeah. really like that yeah. straight up the two the two like main antagonists well i you could say like the last two issues, there is a misogynist villain. Yeah, but it's more that that he's just a villain. You know, it's not. Mm. There's not a like. It's time to end your sexist ways speech. Like the, it's not that. If I, I actually interpreted the shirt in the issue almost as like a sight gag because it's just like, oh yeah, yeah like yeah. Like obviously the character is feminist, but the story's not about that most of the time. The character is 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 that without being about that, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, so the the anger clearly came from people who didn't read the damn book. Shocker! Because my I was like, oh, I <laughs> thought this was gonna be more vocal in its politics, and it's not. Oh, neat. Yeah. Anyways. But, you know. So, okay. So, ending on slightly lighter note. I I would honestly say I think the last two issues can be read on their own. I think. I think if you have the Mm. same level of familiarity that you would, I don't think you gain much from like I think the the first arc is good too. I think the the last two issues are much stronger. The only thing you need to know going into the last issues is Mockingbird is a spy, and that's about it. There's a little bit where like yeah, I guess you get more contacts with the British guy, but like right, right. But you, when you initially see him, you don't get a whole lot of context. Really. Right, you get the same yeah. amount of context. You just have it earlier. Right. So I, I would say if you're if you're like pinching pennies, <laughs> I would highly recommend getting the last two issues. Uh and if you have more disposable income, I would say, yeah, sure, get the first volume too, because it it they are intend I think if you could buy it as one book. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it wasn't available as one book. Like yeah, I know that's- that yeah, like they're two different arcs, and I know that you know just the way that I think that's a business thing because it's I like know. oh, if you yeah. sell a book for you can't sell the book for eight with eight issues for the same cost of six issues because then we'd be losing money. Right. You can't sell a book for eight issues for the cost of the eight issues because then someone in the store holding two books is gonna pick the cheaper one. Right. right. I don't. I don't agree with any of what I just said. I just yeah. can picture a money yeah. person saying those things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, I highly recommend uh, issues seven and eight, and I uh, am saying like 
you're not wasting your money if you get the the volume prior to that. I recommend them all. They're all fun. They all have a lot, bunch of fun stuff in the background, like Tony Stark reading about gonorrhea. Yeah, it, honestly. So I will say, I'll I'll put it this way. And my answer, my my answer changes depending on if you're looking at comicsology or physical. Physical, mm. I agree with Grant Moore. Comicsology really do, does a disservice to a lot of the stuff that Grant likes about this book, which maybe that's why I came off a little stronger too. Well, because you can either do full screen, which makes it like one, like a like maybe three quarters the size of a comic book page you know or you can do it uh, i see the problem the the you know the sh- zoomed in view but that's going to fucking turn the whole thing into a puzzle pe- you know yeah. puzzle pieces i see the problem so i read comicsology on an ipad oh yeah i do and it on a can, laptop you can pinch zoom on a, on a laptop uh, ipad it's yeah fine i would say two page spreads are still kind of fucked up if you get those, yeah, I mean you have to you have to zoom in and out to yeah, right, which take it all yeah. is not is still less good than just holding it. Yeah, I, I I start recommending this book more the more you're you're able to have you're able to just hold it as yeah. a physical book. That's I would say iPad makes it like yeah sure, and yeah, if it's I did, I did. laptop comicsology, I'm like. Honestly, maybe don't get the first yeah. volume at that point. I did first read these physically. Yeah. Uh, and so I was just going back with comicsology. So interesting. Well, uh, I think that'll do it for this guy. Um, yeah. This gal. Uh, uh, we're going to thank Brenna for her awesome artwork. We're going to yeah. thank Dave for yeah. editing and giving us some theme music. Uh, and. If you want to comment, you can do so on SoundCloud. And yeah, go ahead and do that if you read this. This funny, funny thing that you picked up on or anything else. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs>